This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1593, how to paraphrase in English like a native. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, find out what to listen for when the person you are talking to quotes or summarizes what someone else said. Listen today so that you'll be ready to respond with confidence. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Michelle, I am feeling good. I'm actually recording from a closet today in Arkansas. What a random place. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like I've almost done that before. Like, I've definitely thought about it. No, you, I think you've been in a closet a few times. Oh, yes, I have. Oh, yes, actually, pretty recently. I started in the closet (laughs) and then I moved out. Yeah, glamorous. Sometimes we have to get creative. That's right. We live such glamorous lives, lives of podcasters. (laughs) We have to get creative. So I'm down here on a little workcation, right? And we are all working. uh, We're both working from the Airbnb. So I need a little space of my own to be loud and and just have a voice on the podcast. So here I am in a closet, Michelle. (laughs) That's right. You know what? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are I we getting into in today? We? I know, like last week, we're, we were both in different places. Now this week, we're like, it's... I know, I know. It's interesting. You know, I'm in the South, right? The deep South. Mm-hmm. And the air here, as you know, from Maryland, right? It's mm-hmm. very humid. Mm-hmm. Humid air, different accents. Um, we're actually in a college town, Fayetteville, mm-hmm. uh, Arkansas, where the University mm-hmm. of Arkansas is here. Oh. It's just really cool to just be in a different place. You know what yeah. I mean? You walk around, you smell different smells, taste different flavors. Flavors. It's a it's a invigorating, I think. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you're getting to do that. That's really fun. Yeah. Um so yeah. yeah, I mean, Lindsay, so when you are listening to a conversation, do you ever hear people quote or paraphrase things that were said in another conversation? All the time, all the time. But we do this not in the way that our textbooks have taught us, right, Michelle? Right. I mean, like, let's say you wanted to tell me a conversation you had with Aubrey, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain ways you would signal that you were about to quote or maybe paraphrase what Aubrey said, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. What we're going to show you guys today is really common and really useful for both listening and speaking, Mm -hmm. right, Michelle? We have these benchmarks, these signposts, Mm -hmm. and we actually know what to say as well. 
Oh, exactly. And this is especially useful for group conversations with multiple yes. speakers because when they're speaking really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Because you need to follow along and there are certain common words that are used to signal that you're about to quote or paraphrase. And when you're speaking with, you know, when you're listening to multiple people, it can get a little bit confusing. So you want to know what, you know, they're talking about. You don't want to miss anything. Yes, 100%. 100%. So important. All right, so today, what are we doing in today's episode? Are we going to play a little clip from our Conversations and Coffee program for our listeners? Right, exactly. So guys, if you haven't heard, uh, we have this amazing program. It's called Conversations and Coffee. And it's with three or four of us, it, me, Lindsay, Jessica, and Aubrey, right? And mm-hmm. we are talking about really, really fun things. Because guys, you're used to hearing two people on the podcast. And we mm-hmm. are putting three or four people on conversations and coffee talking about really interesting topics. And when you sign up for this program, you get these conversations, you get the audio, and you also get vocabulary, quiz, transcripts. It's super useful for your listening. Yeah. And I love how it's just a minimum commitment each month, right? Each week. Sorry. So it's about 15 to 20 minutes of work each week, guys. I mean, we know you're busy, you're adults, you have kids, families, careers. So just committing to 15 to 20 minutes of listening to a fast conversation and taking a quiz can make a difference in your level. Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, you are going to get to hear a sample of that today. In this clip, um, Aubrey is, uh, well, we're, we were talking about fortune telling and Aubrey mm-hmm. is sharing a story about her friend. So we're going to play you the clip in a second. And guys, to sign up for this program, go to allearsenglish.com slash fast. Yes, absolutely. That is the place to go. All right, exactly. So, so what should our listeners listen for here when they hear this clip? Good question. So the first thing is think about what words does Aubrey use to signal that she's paraphrasing or maybe quoting someone, right? So what words does she use? Then okay. also think about why does she do this? And also, why is this helpful to not only the speaker, the person who's speaking, but also to the person listening, okay? Yes. So think about those things. Maybe take notes while you're listening. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it after we get back. All right, let's go into it. Here we go. I've gotten the same friend I was talking about at this metaphysical store. They're like, can I do a tarot card reading for you? And she was like, sure. And she actually wrote down the cards because I knew I wouldn't remember. (laughs) So they like pulled one card and it was Wellspring was the name of the card. And Mm -hmm. this was about the inner child. And this is where they first were like, um, and she said, I feel like it was when you were six you need to have some healing and then you'll feel a sense of peace. And then they pulled a card called the ancestry card, which is mm. about where your family f- is from. And then they would like read something based on that. They were like, mm. um, has your, is your family involved in the Celtic culture? And she said she actually has a Celtic knot on her foot, mm. which the, of course oh. this tarot card reader would not have known about. So now she's oh, kind of started looking into these ancestral wow. connections and oh, cool. stuff. Cool. And then the last card was self-reflection. Um, which was just that she was saying you need to do a lot of research, a lot of self-reflection to become your higher self, mm-hmm. and then you will be um, at peace. So she loved the tarot card reading. It brought her a lot of peace. All right, Michelle. So that was the clip. And, yes. you know, what's next, Michelle? What can we do with what we just heard? Okay, well, we're going to really talk about these things. So um, you know, if they were being paraphrased, if it was paraphrasing, quoting, why it's helpful, all these things that we asked you guys to listen for, right? So the first thing was they're like. 
So mm. Aubrey said, they're like, can I do a card, a tarot card reading for you? And then I'll go into the next one because it's very similar. And then she says, and she was like, sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what is, what is Aubrey saying here? Right. Well, she's talking about something that her friend, when, when her friend went into this store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what they said to her, right? So yeah, it was what they said to the friend, it sounds like, um, okay. this little conversation. So they're like, so yeah, she, she, she's, Aubrey wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. So they maybe said those exact words, but did they definitely say those exact words, Lindsay? And we don't know for sure. We don't know. And this is, again, because that's what paraphrasing is, right? Yeah. We're not directly quoting. We're just paraphrasing. And we don't always need to directly quote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So saying someone is like is mm-hmm. a very common way to do this, right? And then she continued, Aubrey said, and she was like, sure. So we don't know exactly what her friend said in the store, but she was like, gives this idea. So Aubrey shared this little mini conversation. So she really painted a picture. So instead of saying she went into the store and they asked her if they could do a card reading and right yeah. she she kind of put it into words like a l- more more like a little role play right like a little play yeah. <laughs> yeah michelle why do you think we use the word like i mean what do you what do you see that as meaning i mean translating to in in this situation I, I'm just wondering where it comes from you know what i mean i don't it's know it's so weird i mean we can talk about this more in a minute i mean i think it's just said all the time, so I'm not against yeah. it. I mean, I think that it's a really good way to signal, like g- talking about our questions, you know, why does she do this? Um, right. I think it's just a good way to signal it. And I think it paints more of a picture than if she had just kind of right. summarized it in her own words. She p- kind of put us in the situation. So yeah. I think, and then the last thing was, you know, why is this helpful? I mean, I think it helps the listener know for sure. What happened there? It puts them in that space and it helps the speaker kind of have more fun and illustrate what happened. And be more modern and native. Yeah. I mean, the way yeah. I see it translated to put it in different words, right? To show our listeners what it actually means mm-hmm. is I think it means something like, yeah, she said something like, or she said something similar to. Similar right? to. We're talking about this word similar to. That's mm-hmm. what we're pointing to, right, Michelle? Right. Just to understand the meaning here for our listeners. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you want the skills to be able to keep up in a fast group English conversation with native speakers? These are the skills that you build in conversations and coffee with our weekly fast English listening quizzes. So sign up today to get your first quiz for free. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And then later, uh, <laughs> after a couple more sentences, Aubrey said, uh, and oh, where they were first, <laughs> and this is where they were first like, uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to skip that part. But then she said, and she said, I feel it was when you were six, you need to have some healing and then you'll feel a sense of peace. Okay. So in this one, we're using, and she said, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's also fine. And it means the same thing, right, Michelle? I mean, it's more of a direct quote in many cases. Right, right, right. I mean, it's not, it's more of a direct quote. Again, it doesn't have to actually, Aubrey, it doesn't sound like Aubrey was in the room for this. So she's, you know, putting her best guess, like, this is what the the conversation was like. So she's saying, she's using things like, they're alike, she said, right? Mm -hmm. Both, uh, those are all fine. Right. I love it. And then she came back to, they're like, Mm -hmm. is your family involved in the Celtic culture? Mm -hmm. Michelle? Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And she said she actually yeah. has a Celtic knock on her foot. Okay, so we're going back and forth between mm-hmm. using I was like, she was like, and she said, and he said. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the conversation just continued a tiny bit, and she said, <laughs> she said, uh, and then the last <laughs> card was self-reflection, which was just that she was saying, right, mm. you need to do a lot of research, a lot of self-reflection. Okay, so... She also said she was saying, right? So all of these things, like she said, she was saying, she, you know, uh, she was like, these are all very common and useful. Yes, I love it. Guys, these are natural and native. I mean, so what next? What can our our listeners take out of this here? How can we move to the next step? Yeah, well, was like, she's like, she was like, I mean, just, you know, a note before we move forward is, you kind of do want to mix it up. Aubrey did it really well. She was like, she said, using yeah. a bunch of different things because sometimes, and it's just so natural that it's hard to say, don't do it, right? Because I think mm-hmm. it is helpful. Um, in general, we try not to repeat the same thing over and over. So if I say to you, and then he was like, and then she was like, and he was like, and then she was like, and then she was like, <laughs> like, it might, I mean, Lindsay, yeah. it would be a bit much, right? Yeah, it can sound kind of young, right? So if you are going to use this, right, and not sophisticated, maybe not well-spoken. So it's okay to use it. Pretty much all native speakers use it sometimes, but mix it in with different things, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, the grammar can change. So focus more on the chunks, you know, like I I said, Mm -hmm. like you could say, oh, she was saying, she said. So focus more on this idea of just these chunks of I was like, she was like. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, we were talking. Sheet, a, yeah, mm-hmm. we were talking a little bit. Oh, sorry. What, Lindsay? Go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. So a bonus could be she told me, right? Something like that. Ah, right? she, she told, told me told that. Me. But we can do another episode another day on ways to replace that. Other vocabulary words, Michelle, yes. to replace that. Yes. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, I mean, we already kind of talked about, you know, why she does this. I think it's just a really good way to kind of paint the picture to show people what happened um, yeah. in, in a fun in a fun way. And it's also easy as the speaker to use these expressions. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm just so used to it. So that's why I say it's easy and, and it's very natural sounding because it's hard sometimes yeah. to, I mean, what, what, I mean, you don't want to say too much. You want to move things along. So these are quick move ways to along. do it. 
I also think when you use, you know, she was like, he was like, they were like, you're pulling the speaker in and you're bringing them pretty close to the event in a way. Um, there, there's an air of familiarity there, Michelle, that is, it's hard to communicate to our listeners, but it definitely brings you into the situation. Right, right, right. And so as like we were saying for the listener, it's, you know, the signal. So when you are in these group conversations, guys, um, and Mm -hmm. someone's sharing this, if, if you didn't know what that means, it would sound kind of funny. She was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) So it's important to, (laughs) to, to know what that's signaling. Exactly, Michelle. Exactly. So so we can use this as a signpost, a signal, right? When we're listening and we can actually use it to communicate, to, to bring someone into the story, make it feel more interesting to them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Lindsay, do you think it matters if it's a paraphrase or an actual quote when you use these I, things? I think most of the time we're paraphrasing because it's yeah. hard to remember exactly what someone yeah. said, right? It's right. hard to remember. Um, but it could be used for a quote too. You could. It, right, I, I think so. You could, yeah, you could, you could. Like but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't think too many situations come out where you're just. I mean, except for our conversation now, because I'm actually reading part of the transcript. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's a little exactly. bit different. But in general, I think when people are talking about what someone said, you you may not remember every single word. So it's also useful in that way, guys, to just know, like, okay, it's okay. You don't need to quote someone <laughs> word for word. Exactly. So Michelle, what can our listeners do to practice this? Because it's one thing to listen to this episode today, we hear what we understand this, but how do we make sure we recognize it in different conversations in the future? Exactly. Well, guys, it all it all comes back to listening to many conversations. I mean, TV, the podcast, conversations and coffee, right, where you definitely get multiple, uh, you know, speakers. Um, mm-hmm. But listen for these signals specifically, just maybe like one time to, I mean, especially if somebody's telling a story, that's when you're really going to hear it, right? This is good with mm-hmm. storytelling. So that's important. Yes. Um, you know, just listen for these signals and, uh, you know, that show you what, th- that they're talking about <laughs> what someone else said or maybe what someone else did, or I mean, sometimes yes. we use it um, for what somebody did, not even said, like, oh, they were like doing this, or I don't know. That's all. Uh, okay, maybe another episode we can cover that one. That's that's more advanced, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So just listen for this and use this with speaking as well. And guys, like Lindsay said, we will do a follow up on this with you know more examples and how how you would use it and we'll do some role plays and everything like that so we can talk more on the speaking and but try it out you know try with a friend telling a story and using some of these expressions yeah, I mean, I think the takeaway for our listeners today, guys, at your level, this upper intermediate to advanced level, in a conversation, it's not always just you and the other person, right? Often, it's that person recounting something that, something that someone else said, right? Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a third person or a third event there, right, Michelle? Right. So be aware of that and be ready for that, for that to happen at your level and don't get intimidated. Look for the signposts. Exactly, exactly. These are super helpful. So yeah, again, guys, remember to get in on conversations and coffee for more ways to just really help your listening skills um, and speaking skills as well. Really, this is really works with both of them. Um, Go to allearsenglish.com slash fast. Yes, I love it. We'll see you guys over there. And Michelle, thanks for spending time on the mic today. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.